0: Hey, Brianna! Thanks for making this happen. What are we doing today?
1: <laughs> so today we have Brandon and Gino here. We are all located in the New Hudson building uh, in New Hudson, Michigan. And uh, Brandon owns Novellas, which is a really like fun and delicious pizza place. And then Gino's just opened up a Jonah's location, which has a lot of really good bar food, and they're known for like more sports style pub and grill is that a yeah. way to put it yeah yeah you can say that <laughs> yeah and i just we're all in this building together and i wanted to bring us here and really just kind of talk about how we've all been navigating covid uh you know not necessarily focusing so much on covid but focusing more on like d- starting and running a business during the pandemic and what that looks like while people are kind of scared to go out and not knowing if they should be arriving at different places or not uh so yeah Brandon is opening up a location in Milford as well, and you know we opened up here we went from photo booth to video in August and Gino you you opened up in September
2: no in August August
1: nice. yeah yeah so lots of navigations either of you want to touch on that to start out
2: yeah it's been a it's been the weirdest year, most definitely in business that I can remember and been in the industry now for Fifteen years, 15, 16 years. It's been um, it's been interesting. You have to be able to change on the fly. You have to be able to just kind of roll with the punches and accept like what's happening and try to make it the best of it that you possibly can. That's really the only option you have yeah. right now. It's not the most fun thing to do, but um, you know, as a business owner, as you guys all know, you have to be able to you know adapt to to what's going on around you, and so. It's been a good learning experience, I can tell you that.
1: Yeah, I think just starting up any business in general already has so many leaps and obstacles and challenges that come with it. But, you know, given the situation this year, it's extra leaps and obstacles. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean,
3: starting our business in August and and working through the pandemic and then following all these new rules and regulations. And then, you know, and and a lot of people are looking for a way just to – come in and dine in without getting us in trouble yeah (laughs) we just can't take that uh, (laughs) chance but um it just sucks because you know we're a dine-in business i mean we have to adapt to carry out and um you know we're going on social media just to try to get our carryouts to go and our cocktails to go and you know and hopefully by february we can open up and get back things to normal and do what we gotta do to strive through our business, right? I mean, we got goals we got to meet, we got expectations for the year, but hopefully this, this doesn't last, you know, longer than what we hope. So hopefully we can open up and get back to some normalcy. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm glad you're doing cocktails to go. I that's cool. We were yeah. talking about that this morning because I worked at a coffee shop kind of the beginning of the pandemic until about July, and we the coffee shop I worked at it was in Nips We sell alcohol too. And most of the reason why the coffee shop owners said we were surviving was the alcohol sales. <laughs> Interesting enough.
3: <laughs> so you had carryouts to go for cocktail?
1: Yeah, we had, uh, no, we were doing batch beer. So like, kind of, we call them crawlers, yeah, they're crawlers. 32 ounce, yeah, yeah so 32 there's... ounce beer to go. So it was tapped beer, uh-huh. and we had a crawler machine, so it would kind of cap them for us. And we'd send that to go with people. And he had a lot of partnership with Michigan breweries, too. So people could come and buy a six-pack, order online. And he was trying to do within a mile radius delivery as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's really good you're selling alcohol.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: everyone needs a little, little uh, cocktail during these times. <laughs> yeah,
2: most but definitely. yeah,
0: I think it's super cool that like Brandon, it's cool to see that your business is growing. You're opening up a new location yeah. and you figured out, like, I know when we first moved in here yeah. is you had dining in and then you're like, Hey, well, we can't have people dine in. We might as well use this space for storage. And I don't know what all you do yeah. with your previous dining space. Uh, it, but it's, awesome to see how you've adapted and then how i don't know if you're thriving or not but it's cool that you're opening up a new location and you're saying like hey this is my vision yeah no matter what the circumstances are it's not going to stop me yeah i'm not going to let it slow me down yeah and you're just moving forward we were walking through downtown milford and we're like novella's is opening a new place like how cool (laughs) is that so like like let's talk about that a little bit what's your history with your business how would you get into it uh when you get started and where do you see yourself going
2: yeah, definitely. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we're really excited for Milford. Um, nervous, wouldn't even begin to describe it. But, um, you know, we're very, very excited about it and can't wait for it to happen. But uh, for me personally, before I went to school. Um, and then after school, I uh, got a job with um, Ocean Prime, like a Cameron Mitchell restaurant group. And I was a general manager of Ocean Prime for uh, five years. And I traveled around the country opening up the restaurants for them. Sweet. Um, I was in uh, Miami, Tampa, Dallas, before that, Milwaukee. Uh, Columbus for a little bit, and then I uh, wanted to move back home, and I took a job with Jay Alexander's, and I was in Nashville, Tennessee for a little while, and then I came up here, and I ran uh, general manager of West Bloomfield for six years, and I've always wanted to do the Novella's Pizza brand. I never had a name for it. Um, I just knew I wanted to do like a really cool pizza place that used some different outside-the-box toppings, Um, and being around the country, I saw a couple places that were really cool, different cuisine that you could, and i thought hey you know what whatever kind of dish it is you could probably deconstruct and put on a pizza so that's what we did here novella is my um middle kid's name Oh, okay, uh, my cool. daughter's name i'm a great aunt novella as well and um you know the pandemic hit it was very scary um whether you didn't know if you're gonna get sick going to work that day i didn't know if we should close down for the day you know i want to put my uh, my three kids don't put them in jeopardy and my wife and it was just a lot of uneasiness then you just kind of realize well this is like what I signed up for, and we're allowed to continue to be open, and we could transition into carry out better than most places can. And, um, and that's what we did. And then my daughter was going to uh, the Milford YMCA for day camp in the summer, and the Blue Grill used to be right in downtown Milford, and I knew they had just closed and I saw a for lease sign on the window, and I pulled over, and I've always wanted to be in Milford, and we were not in a position to open another restaurant. Mm-hmm. And um, we, uh, I just called the number, and I hit it off with the landlord, and there's other people looking at it, and we kind of, you know, the local bank ended up being a huge uh, fan of ours, and we were able to make a deal with them. And uh, next thing you know, you know, we're opening hopefully in the next month. But, um, yeah, our vision is, I mean, the vision for us is we want, you know, we never wanted it to be, just be one place you know, um, restaurant, we do want to be a a family owned business, but we do want to grow and we want to provide opportunities. You know, there's so many things that we want to do. And, um, I, I tell like my staff all the time, like, you know, know, we own this place so we could literally do whatever we want. And I've always kind of wanted to be able to do that and implement some cool employee things and some, um, cool culinary things. And, and provide opportunities like I had, you know, when I was 23 years old, and the owner of the company was like, if you, you know, act like an owner, I'll make you an owner. And I've always kind of wanted to do that, you know, for my business as well. And so, yeah, I'm really excited. We're about a month out, hopefully. Um, it's been hard to get certain things in, you know, especially if you're getting it from like out of state. It's yeah. A challenge. But um, I got a lot of great help. So I got a great uh, general contractor. Lee is unbelievable, my partner. Uh, Dan Tresco has been great throughout this, and of course, like yeah, my wife and and the kids are super excited, and my daughter Novella was disappointed when she heard that we hired a chef. Oh yeah, (laughs) because she thought that was going to be her role, but she's four years old, so she got a couple years. She's got some time to work into it. She got developed a little bit, (laughs) but um, but yeah, we're really excited and nervous
0: exciting and nervous yeah i think we were just talking about how both of those feelings are kind of like the same as far as your body reacts to them yeah. in a similar way with your heart rate goes up and you're like oh no yeah but it's awesome that you're able to pursue your vision and you've sounds like you've worked your entire life to be doing what you're doing and so yeah.
2: like you know when it first started i was talking to some friends and i was like this is like a terrible time to open up another restaurant probably before we signed the deal and i was like but it also could be a great time to do it and um we'll see you know how that works out and we're gonna have uh, a lot more seating than here we're have a full bar so it's gonna be a bigger concept but um you know it's it's a little crazy right now but it just it could be a good time to do it you know yeah we'll you, see.
0: you've got to have faith in your vision and even with you seeing that that building was for lease and pulling over and making that phone call being curious enough even though you're like everything would tell me that I can't do this right Right. now. You started the conversation and you made it happen. So that's awesome.
2: That's the hardest part is like starting it with somebody. I tell that to people all the time. It's like, how many times have you not made that phone call or how many times you not taken that meeting or not taken that podcast? Who knows? Like, and uh, my, my wife was, and she'll agree to this, when I told her I was going to meet the landlord the next day, she was like, why are you like, wasting your time? We have so much going on. We can't open another restaurant right now. I was like, I just want to know what they're charging per square foot. I want to see what's in there. I want to see what the guts look like. And I want to meet the landlord, who I, I knew was a, a famous chef. I was like, I want to talk to this guy. And so I'm definitely going to take that, um, that meeting, and here we are. There you go. It's yeah. working out for you. Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. That, and so
0: do you have a date yet that you're, that you're launching?
2: Um, I mean... It was supposed to be November. <laughs> um, it's probably a blessing that it wasn't, I guess, at this point. But we're hoping that it'll be, you know, middle of February, around Valentine's Day. Cool. Um, it, it could be before that. It could also be after that. Uh, getting a pizza oven was difficult, the one that we wanted. Um, most of those come from New York, and that was a challenge. And then um, even, like, getting a mixer was hard. Like, getting stuff was hard for the restaurant, equipment-wise. All oh, the supplies and stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, mm. but we got it. Hey, way to make it happen. It's the way. Yeah. Congratulations.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and then how about you, Gino? You know, he, what he's describing is you You were there just yeah. this summer.
3: Yeah, I know. I mean, we acquired this business in February, not knowing that wow. this pandemic was going to come to life and um, became a reality. And when we acquired it in February, we didn't um, get to open till August 11th of last year. And, you know, we're like, we're not going to postpone what we what we wanted to do you know I mean it's our livelihood um you know and we're the you know we're the craziest ones that opened during a pandemic right and you know we're still thankful we're still uh being busy and um the opportunity is still there to grow I mean we plan on you know opening another location and then franchising that's our big hope because we have one in Howell okay so because of how successful Howell is we just found this location. I mean, it took a year to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, it just happened to be during a pandemic. But we opened this location. It was nice. It's like we're an upscale bar. You know, we're pretty modern. We're we're like a, like a red coat. Yeah, That's who we, we were, like, portraying, basically. Mm-hmm. We got the TVs. We got, you know, the fine liquor, especially when you go. To, we try to be exclusive. We got liquor that, you know, if you go to other restaurants, some restaurants won't have that. So, um you know, and we just we just want to get through this, this hard time and, and open up another location. I mean, we have a lot of locations in mind and then we want to franchise. And, you know, before all this, I was in logistics. So I was in logistics for 10 years. I used to work for Capstone logistics in Novi. And then, um, it's me and my father-in-law, his nephew, and my brother-in-law in, in this, uh, in this restaurant. So we're all partners. And, uh, one day I was like, you know, what? I just got fed up with the logistics company because you know it's it's just a, a labor force company. Everything's just manual work. Like your body's a machine, you're a robot. So I was in that for ten years, and um, I just told my father-in-law because because he owns the Jonas Markets in Westland. You know, he has one in uh, Plymouth, he has one in Howell. So, and he's pretty business savvy. So, you know, I'm like let's uh, let's look for business. And you know, me, I can adapt to anything, or um, as I try to adapt to anything. So, you know, going from uh, a manual labor job to you know putting pizza in the oven a little <laughs> <two> different, different, <laughs> little different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so we just uh we just kept looking looking and then we stumbled upon this place when it was Tucker's kitchen and then we just uh, renovated it a little bit and you know we we just opened the doors and we just got a flock of customers yeah. yeah and when you say renovated a, know, a little I'm bit like, you totally <laughs> you renovated everything renovated it, looks a lot. Way, it looks amazing it's yeah. so beautiful
1: <laughs> like when you call yourself an upscale bar you really are i mean you got beautiful lighting and backwash is that what it is you know the tile yeah backsplash.
3: yeah so it's, it's, <laughs> it's beautiful it, yeah it's mirroring the same lo- it's mirroring Howell's location so we just want to be the same and you know there's so many ideas so when we open up another location we're like okay we didn't put that there let's put that there so that's what we want to do and you know um that you know I, i'm just blessed to you know be a business owner and to you know be able to overcome these expectations that are brought upon us so mm. you know that's just that's what we're good for yeah. especially you know a, a business owner knows what he needs to do yeah, yeah. is
1: yeah. larry your dad or your father-in-law
3: no larry is not my dad or my father okay. uh larry <laughs> <laughs> larry um Larry, Larry is an adopted grandfather. Oh, Larry is yeah. great.
1: Larry's came in here a couple of times. He's helped with us, us with some us. stuff us. Yeah. When they were getting ready to open, Larry was everywhere, just all around this building, doing whatever he yeah, had to. He's do. he's like <laughs>
3: he, he's he's our like maintenance guy. Um, especially when I have something um, going wrong inside the building, you know, I contact him, um, and then he'll like, okay, give me. The Dan's number the landlord and I was like okay no problem he calls Dan and <laughs> they're like they're on the phone for like a half hour I'm like what did he say uh, he said we didn't talk about what we're I'm like what oh! <laughs> and I'm like oh, okay uh <laughs> he called back and, and actually talked <laughs> about what we need done that's great <laughs> yeah so it's yeah yeah he's he's a guy he um he he um he's like the mechanic he helps out around all like uh like the businesses that the Jonas own. Yeah. Um, and he's really good with his hands. I mean, he's been he's been working for I think Lowe's or Home Depot for like, I don't know, twenty years. Um, but the thing about Larry, he used to be an um a figure skater he used what? to yeah he has an olympic gold wow. medal and all that stuff <laughs> I an olympic never medal? So. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah that's cool yeah it's it's funny so we we had some good we have good laughs and stuff like that yeah <laughs>
1: that's so cool
3: yeah when yeah. he comes in there man but he he talks to me like i'm his son <laughs> yeah well he's, yeah, he's tough
1: he's like a tough guy <laughs>
3: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to yeah, a certain sure. extent yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that's so cool uh no, I love that. And you know, I I just I admire you both. And I didn't know if you two talk much or not. Um, but like I, I just observe a lot because you know, we're really close. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and, of course. Yeah. And I just observe a lot and I observe you're always back and forth, you know, taking trash out and you've got a whole team in there and you know, the couple months you got to be open. It was so packed. Mm-hmm. It was so packed. I, was, I thought we needed a new parking lot. <laughs>
3: like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the Lion Township, uh, I, Patricia, uh, the Lion Township supervisor, yeah. she was telling me that they're trying to acquire that small parcel over there with uh, that building, right yeah. across the street, mm-hmm. to expand the parking lot. Perfect. And to, I don't know what they're about, maybe purchasing that house over there, and then they, they own this house over there. So they want to, because I told them, like, you know, <laughs> this parking lot is not big for the plaza. Mm-mm. And she was like, yeah. I'm like, especially when we, we get over this hump and we open, yeah. um, and you know, we're at half capacity. There's, I mean, I don't even have tables in there. I have them stored somewhere else. I got more tables and chairs. Yeah. And I can just rearrange that area to put more customers inside. yeah. So when we, when we go to open back up, I just feel like we're going to be packed, like, mm-hmm. more than what we used to be before, Um we had this shutdown.
1: Yeah.
0: So people are going to be excited to get out and they're going to want to go to your place or go to get some pizza and like dine in and everything. And it's going to be going to be nice to be able to do that again.
1: Kind of leads me to my next curiosity. You never opened inside. And Mm -hmm. do you want to talk about that a little bit, too? Because I thought that was a really cool thing that you were like, yeah, I know we could, but I don't don't know if we're going to do that.
2: Yeah, um, that decision, um, I just kind of took the pulse of the staff. You know, uh, that's the most important thing is uh, the employees. But yeah, when it first started and there was so much uncertainty surrounding what was going on, uh, we, you know, closed the front and back doors, right? We propped the middle door open and put a table there for, um, just for, you know, carry out, like a window almost, like a drive-through window, which at first first, I was so nervous about it. And then the first couple, I thought the guests were going to be like, what is, you know, you miss that personal interaction, which, you know, you, you really like. And, um, the first few people that came up were like, oh, thanks for doing this, you know, and then my biggest concern also was when it first happened, uh, the, you know, the mask thing that people were just like refusing and you hear like, si- I have like 16 year olds, I have a 15 year old, I have 17 year olds. The last thing I wanted for them, if I wasn't there was somebody attacking them, you know, making them tell a grown adult, like, hey, yeah, do this, you know, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, whoa, and that would blow up. So we just eliminated the threat and, um, and that's how we did it. Then when you could open up the dining, you know, and we don't, you know, we don't need the dining as much as, you know, like Jonah's, you know, and you had that beautiful bar and you have that beautiful dining room, you know, for us, like we really like it. And for lunch, it's really good for us. But, um, a lot of the businesses were closed for lunch up and down Grand River. And so our, you know, our lunch business did suffer and, um, it was just, it just wasn't worth the hassle, it seems like. And, um, we, like let, we had, like, two tables we put up front for, like, a couple weeks because I knew there was a couple group of people that were going to come in for lunch um, every other day or so, and we allowed them, you know, them to do that. But we definitely didn't promote it, you know. And, um, but, yeah, it was, that was a tough decision. We had to go back and forth about that because customer service and having that interaction is a big part of the business, and that's something that separates you. If you're at a pizza place or whatever you are, you know, there has to be a couple separators, you know, the quality of food for sure and um, the service and I guest interaction and... Um, and I was nervous about that. But, yeah, that was a decision we made. And we, we haven't had dine-in, um, I guess, probably since March, you know, whenever they close it down the first time. So it's going to come on a year with no dining. My wife and I were talking last night. We are t- talking about Milford. And I was like, well, what are we going to do in New Hudson? Like, in two weeks, dine-in is going live again. And half of my staff doesn't know what that looks like inside our restaurant. Mm-hmm. And they don't know what plates to put stuff on. And um, so, yeah, so we're going to have to go through a, a retrain. <sighs> yeah. And um, then, you know, and... and uh, Kind of figure out the direction for this location and, yeah. and what that's going to look like. But yeah, yeah that, that's that is what makes me nervous. For you know, I'm excited, I mean, February first can't come soon enough. But I, for our business, I'm kind of nervous about it. For everyone else's business, I, I'm through the moon about it. I can't yeah. wait to go everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably going to spend a lot of money here. Real yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah. Yeah, I was telling oh, my wife Billy
3: I was telling my wife I want to go. You know, out of the state and stuff like that, but it's just it's just so difficult to go out of the state. you know we want to try other restaurants because mm-hmm. we have a restaurant. we're like, okay let's let's go here, let's go there, let's see what they got, let's try you know some new things, be unique a little bit. Um, but the to touch base on your restaurant when it when it opens up and you're talking about training your staff on like servers and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that, You and your wife should just dine in at your place and let them serve you. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. We're gonna have to. We're gonna
2: have to do something like that. Yeah, just Um, implement
3: something where it's like, okay, you know, do a little practice dinner. Yeah, Yeah. practice dinner. I know. I love that. That's a good treat too.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, like when you own a business, like you, you are serving all day, every day. You're serving people, so like the like, it's like a really great escape to go somewhere and have a server, and you like you know, and you take always take care of them, but it's just nice to relax and. When you're serving people all day or making food all day, you know, the last thing you want to do after making food all day is go home and cook. You know, you want someone to cook for you, you're going to order a carry out. And um, I think we're just like really starving to get out somewhere and, you know, and eat indoors. Yeah. I've eaten outdoor a couple of times. It's a little chilly, but <laughs> yeah. we'll still do it. I don't care. Like yeah. I'll hold around the fire or a heater and, you know, enjoy myself. But
1: I mean, that's another interesting thing. You've both hired during this pandemic and then you know for your perspective you hired and then you guys weren't allowed indoor seating too how did that look with your staff when you when you knew you couldn't be inside anymore
3: I mean it's it sucks to say that you know you have to um, contact all your employees to make sure you keep that bond that relationship that you have from the beginning when you opened up and so like there's, there's a few people that are are not going to be with Jonas when we open back up, you know, to dine in because they're looking for other alternatives because, you know, they have to make money. They have, you know, bills to pay what are they're going to do come in work once a week. And, yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, um, I mean, when we open back up, we'll, we'll reach out to them and see if they're OK, if they're happy with their new job or they're happy with their new gig or, or whatnot and see if they want to come back and work for Jonas. But. Um, yeah, we, we got about, I think like what 12, we have like 12 servers, you know, and you know, some of those servers are cross trained to be bartenders as well. So, I mean, when we open back up, I really have no worries because I do still have a full staff actually Mm i have overstaffed just so, um, when we open back up, you know, we're ready to accommodate all the customers that come in and provide the best quality of service. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I bet you're excited. I'm,
3: I've been excited because, <laughs> you know what? Every time uh, it gets extended, all I hear is two weeks, two weeks. I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> I know. Yeah, right, let's just right. open up. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, we got to be optimistic. So Yeah. yeah. yeah I
0: guess and it that. sounds like you are optimistic. Both of you are optimistic because yeah. no matter what's been happening during the pandemic is you're still growing. You're still opening mm-hmm. a new location. And you're still talking about opening up new locations and continue to grow and to build your business. And like, that's definitely an entrepreneur mindset. And so I can respect that. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I appreciate it.
1: I think if there's one last thing I want to touch on too, it would be, you know, what it's like for you to now begin cooking after 10 years of doing manual labor. And now you kind of get to release a more creative side of you in the kitchen.
3: Yeah. So, um, so I got, I got trained in Howell. So, I went there i uh, they have a good chef, and he just showed me the ropes and um you know they have a recipe book, so I follow all the recipes and I just uh, um, just apply myself to all that stuff like you got to be one with the food you got mm-hmm. you know when you' the mm-hmm. when you're holding the pot, you are the pot you know stuff like that <laughs> like, you know and um uh <laughs> to make you guys laugh you know I go home, my wife's like, "What are you going to cook for me?" I'm like "What because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> I never yeah. cook at home <laughs> i'm like um yeah, just what do you want? I, I'm gonna <laughs> grab the menu from uh, Jonas, and then I'll go buy the ingredients. I'll make bring it. home. Bring your home yeah. into Gold yeah. Box. Yeah, bring, a, bring a recipe book home with yeah, you. I know, <laughs> right? What do you want? Yeah, but no. Uh, it, it, for me, it wasn't as difficult as I thought it was going to be. Um, I was nervous at first, like, oh my god, uh, I'm gonna be bad. You know, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna know what to do. And, and next thing you know, is you have the the people that surround you. It just they show the the love and affection towards this business, and they're like. Since you're part of this business, your family now, you're, we're going to make sure you don't fail. We're going to give you the tools necessary to be successful in this next location. And that's what they did. They provided me everything. And, you know, if I stumble upon something, it's just an obstacle. I just make a phone phone call, like, do this, do that. And that's it. Just, yeah. it's, it's, I, I sound like it's simple. It's not. But, um, but they, they, uh, the, the people in Howell will take care of us. It sounds yeah. like
0: they set you up for success. Of course, Because they yeah. care about you and they care about, like, I mean, it's their business as they, well, yeah, right? It's, Your it's, partner's in exactly.
3: it. it exactly. They, they give you the blueprint for success. That's basically what it is.
0: And, and you have the discipline to say, like, okay, I can do this. It's going to be a little hairy at the beginning. I'm going to have to learn a lot. am going to have to, like, burn some food. But yeah, exactly. that's all part of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. absolutely. Yep. I agree yeah we've reached time but I have one more question so if you need to head out um we'll we can say goodbye but if not you used to do events like you and I wondered like how fun to do pizza events and you'd win and now all that's closed too so do you want to talk a little bit about that journey of doing pizza events
2: yeah absolutely yeah that's really been a big boost for our business and that is you know that really drove us through our first year of business really like opening in here with you know without having a brand name everyone's kind of like, like what is this place and people would come in for food and, and they wouldn't quite understand like what we were doing and there wasn't a whole lot of like craft pizza around here you know there is definitely some in Michigan but like there's not a lot around here and uh, we're cooking at 800 degrees so you got char on the pizza and people are, like like you know it was just it was a it was a an interesting transition and um but we, my wife and I really like going to Las Vegas. It's yeah. kind of like where it started. And we were watching the show on AMC called The Pizza Show. Um, and the guy, Frank Pinello, who I really look up to, and I love this guy, he um, is a pizza guy. He goes around different pizza places around the country and just, like talks to the owner, hangs out for a couple days. It's a really cool show. Anyways, he did his broadcast from the uh, Pizza Expo in Las Vegas, which is, the, they also host the uh, International Pizza Challenge, which is a uh, world championship for pizza uh, cooking. And we were, I wanted to go to Vegas. We could probably go every year. My wife was, the, and we started looking up, like, you know, what, what's this all about? And then we're just, like, literally laying on the couch one night watching TV, and I looked it up, like, hey, there's, like, a, a Michigan pizza challenge hosted by the Michigan Restaurant Association um, that most people, like, get invited to participate, but you could, like, submit an application to participate. And um, if you win that, you get a free trip to Vegas to compete in Vegas. <laughs> okay. so So we're like, well... My wife said, the only way we're going to Vegas this year is if you get a free trip to Las Vegas. And so we uh, I submitted an application to compete in this, and they they accept it. And there was like, I don't know, it was like 20 or 25 pizzerias. And I was—I go in there, and I, we we're going to do a Michigan cherry pizza. That was the plan. And the night before, I was, I was by myself at the restaurant just kind of like, overthinking things and I said all right we're gonna do the fig and pig like that is more craft for us we make everything on there except for the figs and so like you know this is more like artistic in my opinion and so um the next day was a pizza competition and I go there and um It was just me. Like my wife was working, you know, she had a job, and so she was like gone. And I'm there at the competition, and all the big pizzerias that like I was hoping would not be there were there. And I knew who most of these people were. I was a bit of a pizza nerd, you know, like oh, that's the place in Lansing that did this, and they finished sixth in the world last year. And then this is this place in Grand Rapids. I was really hoping they wouldn't be here. And then um, like all the, the big names were there, and so you cook and. Again, everybody has like an entourage. Everyone's got like a couple staff members with them, and I had like a Sam Adams cooler because my wife worked for Sam Adams, and I was like, like carrying it around like this. And um, I cooked, and I was started seeing the other people cook, and I'm like, "The I mean, pizza looks good, but I don't think it's better than ours. Like, it's it really good. It Tastes them, they're awesome. Like, but I think ours is like pretty comparable." And um, I called my wife, and I was like, "Maybe you should come up here. Like, there's like a lot going on. It's like a big stage. There's like four or five ovens. There's a lot of people here. I kind of feel like." left out, yeah. you know, I'm not talking to anybody. And, um,
1: You're like the loner with the cool. I was like, yeah, I was like, stand I'm like, I'm walking like around this like, guy thinks he's at a tailgate. Know, right?
2: Exactly, everyone had like carts and stuff. And I, I was like, I was like walking around the expo just like to like kill time and so I didn't look like super pathetic. I tried to like come back when someone's pizza comes, so I could try it. And I kept doing that and I was like, their pizza's all tasted good, but I feel like ours might look a little better. And so um, I called him, you should like try to get up here. Like, I feel like, you should be here. I feel like somebody should be here, you know? And so she's like, she was like somewhere. She was like somewhere like an hour or two away. She's like, I can't be there. So she called my sister. My sister's local. I think she felt bad. So she came up there and I cooked in the first round. And then, um, they take four people to the finals and I went, was going to go to the finals. And so eventually like my wife like shows up and so it's her and I, and, um, we competed against these three people who like I'm still friends with today. And, um, And yeah, and so we won. We won first place for the Fig and Pig, and um, you get a trophy, and you get a free trip to Vegas. Sweet. And so they announced, like, the winner, and it was just, like, my wife was, like, in the back, just, like, cheering, you know, like, screaming, It was It was was crazy. (laughs) And so we got invited, and then, like, a local paper picked up the story, and that really helped out quite a bit. And then we went to Las Vegas to compete, and there's, like, 200 and, I don't know, 215 pizzerias from around the world that compete and it was they were all like everyone there knows each other you know mm-hmm. they're like and again it was like me being kind of left out and um but i made a lot of great connections and um we could be competed we cooked And that place is intense there's like grandstands i mean it's the biggest pizza expo in the world yeah. and there's like i mean it's being broadcasted on like food network or whatever and there's like people everywhere and um we we uh, cooked. I thought I did a, a pretty good job for for um, the first time there, and then we don't find the results till the next morning, and um, we're sitting at brunch and we kept checking, 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 and then um, she goes, "Oh, the results are here." I'm like, "Oh gosh, what is it?" <laughs> like, it could have been like last place, or it could have been first place. I didn't know. I didn't know, and we finished twelfth in the world. So that's like, awesome. Wow. And I was like super bummed. And she's like, I know you do not like this right now, but you're going to be really happy about this, like, in a few weeks. And so we got back, and then I got interviewed by a paper, um, and, then, and then it was, like, a Tuesday night, and we're, it was not very busy for us, and it's, like, we were just slammed. Like, we were smoked. And I'm like, what was on? am song? Fig and pig, fig and pig, fig and pig. I'm like, what is happening? And um, <laughs> I look at my phone a couple hours later, and I was like, hey, I saw the article. I was like, oh, my gosh. So, like, that really helped out and kind of put, like, our name on the street a little bit. And then... Um, I got like accepted, invited to be on the United States pizza team, so like we compete with them. So I've competed with them a few times since then, and um, we'll travel around. We haven't had a chance to do it yet because of the pandemic, but we will travel around the world to compete in Italy, Spain, France, all over the place, um, America, um, going back to Vegas, hopefully, in June to compete. And um, it, when you go out there, you just, you're around, like the US pizza team is like 30 or 40 individuals who are... Just the, like the best, like these people are crazy, next level. And you, if you even just going there and watch them cook, if you didn't cook, uh, you would just learn so much. And they, um, and I'm on a network, you know, constant text stream with all of them. So, yeah, I had a problem with my dough. I just put it out there, and you get like ten people to respond to you. You know, you go to a different city, and you have a friend there always that you can go and you know eat their pizza and check out their restaurant. And in for this location especially, it's been huge. Just like leaning on those people. A lot of those people have like. 20, 30 restaurants. So it's Aww. like you want to ask somebody a question about how to do something, You know they have the answer. And some have one or two, and they're yeah. like, just happy with that and really good at that. So
1: Yeah, that's so long, beautiful. Long
2: story, <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, it was, that was how it happened for
0: us. And, and it's sweet that you you were able to make friends and build that community through actually doing that. And you had faith in yourself. Even You went by yourself. You're like, yeah. that would be nerve-wracking,
2: man. Yeah, but you terrible. did it. I was competing <laughs> against this person. They had like two things. You know, they're, they're emceeing the first one in Michigan. I, I don't remember who I was going against in the first round, and they were like interviewing them, like, How long have you been doing this? He's like, I've been doing pizzas for like 15 years. My dad had a shop, now I have a shop. Over to you. I'm like, I'm like six months in. like <laughs> And before we opened Novellas, I have never made a pizza in my life, like, except for like in my house. And so I was like, I was like, No, nah, I was in over my head at that point. But um, it was pretty cool. It worked out pretty well. So
0: if, if that's not a good reminder that, Like for motivation for anybody to say, even if you don't have experience, you can still learn it. You both learn by doing it, Mm -hmm. by saying like, you know what? I want to do this thing. I care enough about it. I have faith in my ability to do it. I'm just going to do it. Like I've got time. I've got time to learn. And so few people are just terrified to do that. Mm -hmm. Something that we try to always encourage people to do is like, hey, if you feel like you are called to do that thing, try it. Yeah. because you're going to regret it if you don't so just yeah. do it right now mm-hmm. get it over with and then you get to start to enjoy it and that's the fun exactly stuff. what's the worst that happens exactly you know that's the
2: worst thing happens here nobody knows i'm here i didn't tell anybody i was gone I my family doesn't know nobody knows because i could finish dead last i don't want to even put that out there but the, or you could get a free trip to vegas yeah. you get a free trip to vegas and you know that works out so yeah how many times do people not take that leap and, yeah, you know, that's wonder. impressive yeah. 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 No. Fun.
0: I have to try the fig and pig pizza now. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's our most popular pizza.
1: You need it pizza. with the the vegan cheese. Yeah,
0: vegan cheese. Vegan cheese. Yeah, and, yeah. and
1: cauliflower crust. Yeah. He he's a little
0: <laughs> you can, you can do that. <laughs> He's special.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. His stomach.
0: <laughs> you can do that. For sure.
1: No, yeah, like, the, it's funny, because you look at this corner, and I, I before I met Bill, I'd never heard of New Hudson, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, yeah, my studio's okay. in New Hudson. I'm like, where is that? Mm-hmm. And then he takes me here, and I, like, see the town. I'm like, "What? what is this corner? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. huge building. Yeah. You know, it looks like there's a broken-down bar that's actually thriving. Like, yeah, you know, there's sure. all this
0: crazy yeah. stuff.
1: <laughs> and then I tried the food, and it's, like, between your two restaurants and... Yeah, the new hudson in too like mm-hmm. this corner is awesome and then my mom comes she visits she's checking out our studio same thing she goes so where are we, where are we going to go to eat? She's thinking yeah, we're going to drive 20 minutes out yeah. of town. And I'm like, we're, we're going to Jonah's. Yeah. And you know, we we're in there and luckily we got to still sit down. I think it was the last week of sit down dining and you know, we both got a burger and she was so happy. She's mm-hmm. just like, this is really good. Your dad would love it here. Yeah. And you know, it's pretty proud. I, I was pretty proud to be like, yeah, I work in the the building right next door to that one, and, and that one, and yeah. you know the Ross Mortgage team comes in and they, they do a lot of filming with us, and right away they're like, "Is it Novellas or Jonas today?" Like, <laughs> they're they're just stoked. Yeah. And so, yeah, I
3: do. Next thing I do a combination both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there we go. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a good corner, and the food like Jonas does a really good job. Like, this is real people making real food. Yeah, you know you don't yeah. see that. In every with, real, to, yeah, with yeah. real families behind it like in real people you go there and like yeah. gino's there you know or you come to our place and i'm there or our manager joe and i was there more yeah. it's like you know it's like a real person who like made that food mm-hmm. you exactly
3: know? you have a passion for it you know nothing like anything we do really doesn't come frozen it's fresh mm-hmm. so it's like you know and being an owner you're at your own business you you, you know it's going to be good because it's like you're the quality yeah your your food represents yourself yeah your team represents yourself it's a reflection of yourself and who you are so if anybody uh, if somebody doesn't like the food they're gonna it's like you know it's, it's on you it's yeah. on me you know yeah so that's this that's how we operate and it's going to be difficult when we get into the location and and have to step away and then focus on that location or, or whatnot and you know, so now I have to cut myself in half and figure it out. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Figure out how to take the best parts of you and find somebody else who has that same passion and purpose. Yeah, exactly. And be able to train them up just like other people trained you up to.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's, an, well, I mean, we're here for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not no one, two to three year business. We're here for for God knows how long. We're, we plan on being here until, <laughs> until probably, who knows, it could be 30 years, 40 years down the line. You know, this, this, is, this is our baby and we're going to stick with it. Yeah. Um and plus all the customers and, and um the Milford News, uh all that that, that put us out there and, and made us known to um South Lion, you know, and, and brought us all these loyal customers and you know, thanking us for being here and, and bringing the quality of service that they didn't have before. It makes the world to us, you know, it's it's everything. So mm-hmm. and to and to be a proud owner of Jonah's Bar and Grill means a lot to me and my family. And mm-hmm also to be um to make my partners um proud as well because you know it's a, it's a lot to handle you know mm-hmm. you know I, I don't know i mean if you're you're if you're, you're an individual owner right mm-hmm. so basically you know you don't, you don't got a lot of pressure on you <clears throat> as, yeah. as i mean as far as like you know people counting on you so yeah besides,
2: yeah. Family, yeah. besides yeah. your family besides your family because you yeah. know you got to pay the bills you know you got to make sure yeah. you take care of your loved ones the part hardest part about that is like i live in new hudson Mm-hmm. So, which is not a hard part. It's a great part. But like, I mean, it was the first year or two, first year and a half we were open, like I'd go somewhere and people would be like, oh, so what do you do? And I'd say, "Oh, well, I went to a restaurant. Surround- What's it? This New Hudson. What is it called? Lavelle's Pizza. I live in New Hudson. Never heard of it. Like, yeah. oh, awesome. And, um, but now more people know about it. So like, someone's like, oh, I had your pizza last night. I'm like, I just, it's like you get instantly, just like your stomach drops. Like, yeah, you know, it's great. You know, my staff is unbelievable, it- but it's still like, it's in your mind. It's like. You know, and it's all... You know, over, but yeah, it's like... How that's was, the, it? That's, yeah, how was <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, how was it? Yeah, yeah how was it? Yeah, how was dinner? And you're like, oh, whatever. Yeah. But But um, yeah, that's like... That, like, that is the, the pressure that I feel, along with like, you know, feeding the kids and stuff, you're, you know, paying your bills. But, you know, luckily my wife works really hard and does a good job too, so that helps out. But yeah, having other partners, you know, and that's... That is... Presents... It's, it's great, and it also has challenges, you know, and you... It's... There's no like strict one way to do it. It's just... Yeah, you know, it's just yeah. it's interesting.
1: I told you, you've got one employee who he, he looks like he's like basically like your little executive assistant. Like
2: yeah, he has, <laughs> he's our um, we're still trying to figure out his job title because like <laughs> he does so much and so um, it's Joe. Joe has he's our only day oneer. He's been there since day one and a week in. You know, when you when you open a new restaurant, you have like half your staff quits in the first like two weeks. Like our call people do. You know, you, you always overstaff because some people are like, oh, I don't want to like this. Some people are like, well, I'd rather like go to a party on Saturday and not work and whatever. And so Joe, after like a week, I think two or three people quit. He's like, Can I talked to you. And I'm like, dude, don't. Like, I like this kid. He's the last hire. I didn't need him, but he came to me and I was like, I kind of like him, so I just hired him anyways. And that he's like, I just feel like I want more responsibility. I was like, after a week, I mean, it was a, a two weeks stand. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you, Lord. For that. <laughs> and so um. You know, my first company I worked for was Cameron Mitchell and I really wanna model our, you know, management style after that where he has now like fifty restaurants, maybe more, probably more than that. He sold off thirty restaurants. He's had over a hundred restaurants probably. Anyways, his executive team is people who were there in his first two restaurants. You know, and that's like what I wanna do. Like our big plan is to have like ten or fifteen restaurants and then Joe is the vice president of the company. You know, then our chef in um, Milford might be the director of culinary. You know, and those people who are here when it's really like, bad, you know, who were there the first year when maybe we would sell, like, a pizza for lunch one day, you know, and those people that remember that and that were there and stuck with me, those are the people, like Joe, who's going to be running this, you know, company, like, hey, what do, you, what do you want your salary to be? You know, how many vacations do you want a year? You know, how do you want to do this? Can You can make the rules up, because we're still, we're still growing with you, and, and you deserve it. You earned it. And those people who are with us now, and who've been there since day one especially, or day, you know, day two or, you know, whatever, those are the people that are going to be with us in 10 years and um, sitting, you know, at the table and making the cool decisions. We're not there yet, but that's like what the plan is. And yeah. Joe is, yeah, he is like, he's the guy.
1: Yeah. And yeah. you can clearly define that 10 year away vision, which is mm-hmm. so beautiful. I mean, just hearing that is like awesome. And I know Jonas wants something very similar and it's no, like of sitting yeah. between yeah. you guys is so cool.
3: Yeah. It's always nice to have somebody as loyal and dedicated to your business as mm-hmm. much as you are. And they feel like they're a part of your family um but we, i mean like like i said before we gotta get to this pandemic because yeah. nobody yeah. wants to work right now right. Just, <laughs> a some food today
2: yeah. first and then yeah. Focus but on you have today. to have that vision or else like you don't you know yeah it, it's never gonna happen well and yeah. i
1: mean you guys never stop i feel like you don't stop working you're here like 12 hours a day i know that yeah yeah and you you're here on the weekends
2: yeah i mean but it was like a solid two years i was here seven days a week just yeah. like gino you know is like working those hours, you know, and I was, I didn't step out until we signed on Milford. And then I, um, talked to a guy in the pizza team in Atlanta and he has three restaurants. He's like, you need to right now just like leave the restaurant. He's like, this staff, like they can do it. They can probably do it better without you anyways. Just like give them that, you know, rope, um, at leash and you know, they'll, they'll run with it. You just have to have a few people. And so it's been, the, it's been the hardest thing in the world, you know, not being there and not checking the camera on my phone or, you know, checking sales every 15 minutes, um, to, you guys, good. You know that was the hardest thing, and you, you'll experience that here when you guys are going for your next one. And um and you're you know they, someone's got to be able to do it for you. And yeah. that's just like that. That is scary. That's some scary business right there. Yeah. But they've done great. That's why my heart always thinks, how was dinner? You know, it's, all, <laughs> yeah. it's always like you know they're lying to me. But they I was like, no, it was unbelievable. This net. And and then you see someone put like a review online, or you get a picture online. It's like, or they post a picture on Facebook, and I'm like, hey, this person said this is the best pizza they ever had in their life. You could cook a better pizza than that, and he's like, "Yep, you're right." I'm like, "Okay," so we understand, you know, a little undercooked or whatever. Or it's like, "Hey, that's money." Like that is look at this person put it on pizza. Um, or I got pizza last night, and I'm like I'm talking to my wife, I'm like, "Look how good this pizza looks," and um, you know, so they're crushing it. But yeah, yeah, Gino's there, like, 9 stop." <laughs> I won't I be. I'm never here when he's not there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of. I, I popped dinner yesterday just for a second, and um, he was not there. I was like, and "She's like, oh, we went to the." Um, Post Office,
1: and Gino, you've got other people in there too. Because I went in to ask you about the podcast yesterday, and when I walked out the back door, I didn't even know someone else was in the restaurant. And this other guy just like pops his head out the door and like kind of looks at me like, Who's she? and I'm like, Who are you? I was just talking to Gino,
3: yeah. So, yeah, that's um, you're talking about um, Mike, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's one of my chefs, he, he's been. He's been in the restaurant industry for, I believe, over fifty years. He's old school. Wow. Yeah. So he he knows his stuff. You know, he, he looks at me. He's like, "Listen, kid, back up. Yeah. Listen, this is how you toss an egg." I'm like, yeah. "What?" He goes, "Look, just look." And then I'm like, "Okay, uh, we do things a little bit different here. Like, yeah. Just place it, flip it. That's it. You know, we don't need. You know, we're not on TV. You don't need to do tricks and stuff. We're good. Yeah. You know." Yeah. We're all about timing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, timing. Yeah.
3: You have a good staff, though. Yeah. You have a, you have a solid staff. Yeah. It, it took a long time to get that staff, but it's all about the interview and then, you know, you have to interview. But you
1: opened in August.
3: Yeah, not that we're long. Supposed you know to be what opening, I mean? I'm like, you're,
1: you're doing really good. Yeah. We're <laughs> supposed to be
3: open in April. We're supposed to open in April and, you know, already almost be a year in, you know? Yeah. So,
2: yeah. It takes way longer, always. It's very frustrating, but yeah, how long it takes to open a restaurant. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things them. that go
3: yeah. that are involved with with opening a restaurant, especially now how strict it's going to be when you want to mm-hmm. buy a new restaurant or acquire one. And it's it's very it's a difficult process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: but you got to have that growing mindset mm-hmm. too. I think to thrive is like you got to be like, okay, this is a phase, um, but we're going to have multiple locations. We're going to make it through. You know that mm-hmm. that growth mindset is essential. I think for keeping a positive attitude.
2: Yeah. yeah. You have to again be able to. You know, bend if you need to. What we're really excited about in Milford is we have, you know, a lot of seats, but in the back, like attached to the kitchen, we're gonna have a carry out window. So you have a front door and a back door. The front door is a big parking lot, and the, the front door is on Main Street. And so in the back, if you come in, you know, just, we always wanted to do this anyways, but now, in case there's another, would, oh God, you know, there can't be, but like if there ever was a situation like this and um, we could not have dine in, we wanna make sure it's like seamless, you know, cause there's a lot of places out there and credit to Jonas cuz like you know they thrive on you do carry out but also like indoor but a lot of people like them that like you go on a third party you adapt it a lot of places didn't adapt for that carry out you know, or they just completely shut down. I don't know how they're going to reopen. That would be very difficult.
1: Well, what a lot of people don't realize with restaurants is that when you do carry out, you are still buying a certain amount of perishable food and yeah. hoping that people are going to order it. Yes, yeah, because you need to have a menu. Yep. But like, what if people don't order X, Y, and Z on your menu? It, you know, that food doesn't stay fresh forever.
3: Yeah. No, it does not. So, like. For us, luckily, we we were able to tap into social media and use it to our advantage. So a lot of people would see, okay, we're gonna get Jonas, you know, and and now they're doing cocktails to go, not you know. You can go to a liquor store and buy all the ingredients and make it, but what's better than going to a restaurant and getting it served to you, right? Yeah. So, like, we got, like, a little baggie. It looks like a Capri Sun for cocktails. That's, <laughs> that's what that's it looks cool. like. Yeah. So, you know, I got people coming in saying, let me get five of those bags, cocktails to go, and then let me <laughs> get five, five of go go burgers. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, okay, need- let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> You're
1: like... Dealing back. <laughs>
3: yeah. They're like, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're like, let me get five bags to go. Like, all right. I'll get you some cocktails to go. Don't worry. So, yeah, so I have because all my servers that come in, they're also certified bartenders. So, it's not like you can go like some restaurants where, you know, some of them are not educated in bartending, where it's like, you know, there's, there's one server and then they got to make a phone call to somebody they know and say, hey, why do you make this? So, yeah. literally, I, I'm very fortunate to have a good staff that know how to do everything, you know, and, and
2: they're still growing. So, Can you guys, when you do that, I was, I was wondering, can you pre-make the uh, cocktails in a bag? Like, could you just, say like, make a bunch of them and then just have them ready to go? You, it's hard to tell if you're gonna Yeah, start it's hard you know? to tell
3: because what if somebody wants something else and yeah, now you're just sure. sitting on that and yeah. then you have to keep it cold. Yeah. So yeah.
1: The coffee shop I worked at, we made batch cocktails and kegs. So they were, you know, full-size keg. And pretty much since it was batched, it, the, we... They dump a certain amount of everything in, and then with you know with the keg tap, you just pour however much you need, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's already mixed inside the keg, and you you know it's going to taste consistent. And then yeah, it's it's the same cocktail, but there's five different types. So I loved that they thought of that idea and we were doing that and that was doing awesome.
2: We might do that in Milford now yeah. that say that. Taps. Right right. There. That's why I got milk. Yeah. Tap yeah. cocktails right now, you're need the it.
1: weirdest thing yeah. ever. Because we had thirty-six taps and you know, he took a lot of pride in his craft beer. <laughs> but then he he was like, Hey, I none of you are bartenders, none of you know how to make cocktails, but I do. Yeah. i'm gonna make them in the kegs, and we're gonna we're gonna connect it. It went so well That's it went so idea. well and then when it when we were doing indoor stuff um we were just putting garnishes garnishes mm. in the in the already made pre made mix you add ice garnish, and no one knows
2: yeah,
1: no one knows really? <laughs> like.
2: Well, <laughs> they don't who no one cares I wouldn't there's a place in Ann Arbor I get like a they batch out their old fashions and it comes like a yeah. hand pump Yep. and I get it every single time Yeah. And it's delicious Yeah. and I think it's kind of cool that they do that
1: yeah we Perfect. did old fashions we did uh, also because we did we had coffee so we called them cold fashions it really? was a cold brew old fashioned that's cool yeah
2: it's yeah, that's that's pretty sh- good that's a neat <laughs> sounds name. like lost yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome
1: yeah anything last last thing that you guys want to summarize if you had anything to kind of say for people who might be listening other restaurant owners out there before we go
3: keep up the faith yeah you know in your business don't let go i mean there's a lot of restaurants like my vendors that come in they'll tell me you know hey this place been over for 20 30 years and now they're they're calling it quits Mm -hmm. but uh to all the restaurants that's been uh through this tough time just stay just stay committed stay open i mean this is your baby you know so
2: yeah, you gotta stay open.
3: You gotta stay open, yeah, because you're not only doing it for yourself; you're doing it for the customers that want to come yeah. back and bring their family and you know their friends and actually you know have a good memorable time because memories memories do happen in restaurants. It really does, mm-hmm. especially like you know for Valentine's Day. We we want to promote something in our restaurant, especially, especially you're gonna get a lot of couples, a lot of maybe older couples. You know we you know in Howell, um, what they do is like a contest, and they do like a kissing contest. Like not kiss like like there's like ooh, no ooh. that's different yeah. I like yeah. that like, that's like so and then they cool. get a big basket of flowers <laughs> and chocolates and stuff like that and some roses so you know we're we try to be a unique restaurant you know yeah. come on go hope with the times so that's how we are but um yeah just just keep hope alive you know so don't give up on your on your passion for the restaurant business and just just hope that this ends and we can go back to. Seeing all the people that love coming and dining in and eating your wonderful food—that's mm-hmm. so yeah. all I can say.
2: That's great for sure. And also, you know, for both of us, I think the community has been unbelievable. That very supportive uh, ordering food and you know keeping it local, which is super important. Um, but so many places closed. Like I just never I never understood it. Like, I know it's hard to. I know, and we thought about it. Like, I thought about it. You know, but like you had to stay open and be flexible. You know, like if you don't have a third party delivery service now when you have reopened or if you don't have a way to order online one or the other or both, I mean, you're not with the times. Like I don't care yeah. what kind of restaurant it is. I don't care if it's like a sit-down steakhouse. Like mm-hmm. you should have like an online ordering carry out menu. Yeah. Did you, know? you
3: recently
1: start delivery?
2: We've had it. Um, okay. You know, but it has picked up. Um, I, I do not like having it, <laughs> right? But it's a necessary evil. I'm glad we do. We have some great drivers, but um but yeah we have delivery um but we're also on you know a third party which you know we use for lunch cuz we don't deliver at lunch um but um yeah you got to be flexible and you have to like you know, and even in like some places, if you had a big menu, like shrink it down, but you got to stay open. You got to keep that positive momentum. And although this has been a rough year for a lot of people, people still are building positive memories, you know. And so, like, if you can say, hey, we got Jonah's every Tuesday for their burger night or whatever, it's like that'll, that'll be the thing forever. And the mm-hmm. people, the kids that are like five, exactly, six, yeah. seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old are going to remember that. Then they're going to come there for the next. Every week, forever, and then when they have kids and they're around here, you know, if, you know, Jonah's hey, let's go there for Tuesday. This is what we've done since I was a kid. They started during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't think you're gonna lose that, you know, I think you're only gonna gain from that, and um, but you don't know that going into it, you learn that as you go. But that's kind of what I take it out of it. It's like you're built, you still are building memories, and people are building trust with you, and um, and that's what we're here for in the first place, yeah. really. So
1: Yeah, I love that. We had pizza every Friday night at my house, Mm -hmm. and I'm the oldest of five kids, and we all can't wait to have our own kids and have Mm -hmm. pizza and movies every Friday night with ours. So
2: that's what you do. Yeah. We do pizza on Thursday night because I wouldn't dare to order pizza on a Friday night here. The staff (laughs) would kill me. (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's all about.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I love that.
0: well brandon gino it's been fun getting to know you guys a little bit better and we always say hey in passing and now we now we get to be a little closer friends and i'm grateful that i got to learn more about your passion behind your craft Mm -hmm. in your stories because it's always interesting like it's easy to just like not realize all of the people behind the business and the passion behind the business and the story behind the business because that's who we're supporting that's like our customers will come in and they're supporting not just you but your family your team members and your vision and yeah. that's
2: awesome i don't think we did a good enough job and there's probably not time for it right now but this place is awesome too like and you guys are super cool so thank you for doing what you do and we talk you know often um but this is a really cool spot and there's like more people than you would think work here and that it's cool like this is a nice setup and so kudos for you guys for for reaching out and for like being getters and also thank you guys for supporting us like and the and everybody in the area because like you can feel it that it's like this isn't like a a job today this is like you guys coming to us saying like hey how can we like help you guys and so we do appreciate it because that does go a long way yeah i appreciate it as well thank you yeah Yeah. that's really cool yeah so happy to do it yeah we uh thank you we're all about building each other up. Yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: brainstorming yeah. for a long time how to get you guys yeah. out there without, yeah. like, you know, having to make you pay anything because you're restaurant owners and that's too sensitive right now. I'd never want that. So I was like, wait, let's all do a podcast. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun.
2: It's really
0: cool. It's
3: really cool.
0: Yeah. All right, sweet. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank yeah. you.
2: Thank
1: you.